You are experiencing HR After Dark, solving the people problems that keep you up at night. We exist to make the people part of business easier for leaders, entrepreneurs, CEOs, and business owners of all kinds. Thank you for joining us for this week's episode of HR After Dark. We have a great guest today. We have Adam Lean with the CFO Project. I, I like to call him the money man every once in a while. Welcome, Adam Lean. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So um, how does this relate to even people, right? So um, this is a people podcast. We solve people problems. And what we realize is that payroll is, is one of typically the most... Uh, expensive features, right? Expensive parts of a business. So, how do you come into play? How do you help business owners? I mean, it, okay. So, at the end of the day, you're right. You're this is a this is a people podcast, right? Well, you can't employ people if you go out of business. That's I mean, an excellent point. I mean, and, and at the end of the day, the whole point of business is to make a profit and have enough cash flow to pay the bills and keep the lights on and pay those people. So I help businesses improve the profitability of their business hmm. so that they can have enough cash flow to pay all those people and to pay more people, grow the business. Yeah. Um, half of all businesses fail. They never see their fifth birthday, according to the Small Business Administration. Uh, that's true. Half never see their – and imagine all of those businesses, mm-hmm. all those employees and their families gone. Right. And and the employee, the, the, the business owner themselves, all their life savings down the drain. Mm-hmm. And it all goes back to the fact that you've got to improve the profitability and you've got to have enough cash flow in order sense. to stay in business. And both of those are numbers. So I just help business owners improve – profitability by helping them understand their financials and understand what needs to change mm-hmm. in order to grow the profit and cash flow. Yeah, I mean, that's that's phenomenal. And I know that you've helped me in, in several different ways, uh, just with Willis HR. But really, from a business standpoint, like, what are we doing wrong from a business owner? If you're looking at even your, your balance sheet, hopefully you know your numbers. And we can talk about what those numbers are to know. But what are we really doing wrong? I mean, I... I wouldn't say necessarily wrong. I would say that, you know, we're business owners, entrepreneurs are human. And what got you into business, most business owners start a business because they're an expert at their craft or their trade. Mm-hmm. Somebody that True. knows plumbing starts a plumbing business, right? That's right. And and they yeah. they do it because they love what they do. So so anyways, they're experts at selling their their skills and and. Mm-hmm. In conducting their their services, they're not necessarily experts at business or financials, and so you know, so they end up trying to wear all the hats, and it's just impossible. We're human, right? And so when you say what are they doing wrong, I mean it. It all boils down to they've got to do the things that matter, and okay. most business owners spend way more time working in oh my goodness their You're business right. instead of on their business. You're absolutely right, and I have to chuckle to myself because I always say, like, I don't, I didn't look at the numbers. I look at people. Like, that's, you know, what my undergrad is focused around from an HR perspective, graduate degree, and, like, man, even whenever you open a business, you don't necessarily start thinking about just all of the, the capital that it takes to run a business on a daily basis. I mean, it sounds really simplistic and kind of, you know, even slightly naive, but you just don't think about that. You think about how can I give out my service in the best way possible, right? How do I help people in the community? And then you run into problems. 
well, I want to hire an employee, right? You're working in the business. I want to hire an employee. What are your suggestions for getting ready to hire a new employee? Uh, well, that's a great question. A couple couple suggestions. Uh, the first is you've got to be crystal clear on what this employee's role is. Great. Because okay. uh, a lot of people just hire somebody just to have help, which mm-hmm. is which is understandable. But the, but how do you know what type of person or who you should hire if you don't know what they're going to do? So I recommend that for mm-hmm. every hire that you jot out, you mm-hmm. know, do, make a bullet point checklist of exactly what they're going to be responsible for mm-hmm. in the business, like specific, specific and measurable things that uh, that they're going to be responsible for. Right. And if the that new person actually does accomplish all those things, then you know that their position is paying for itself. Uh, Yeah, every employee has to pay for itself. There's no point in hiring or spending any money in the business, Mm -hmm. whether it's hiring employees, paying rent, doing marketing, whatever. There's no point in spending money unless it's going to pay for itself. You might as well keep the money in the bank account. And employees are usually the largest line item on a a business owner's P&L you know, profit and loss statement. Uh, so you might as well make sure that uh, you're, you're... It's worth it. Yeah, it's worth it. Right. Paying for themselves. I mean, you've made so many excellent points, though. I mean, so whenever you're talking about listing out those specific and measurable items, that's really the start of also a job opening that you're about to post. It's also the start of a job description. It doesn't have to be as formalized as that initially. I mean, that's kind of where, you know, the HR pieces and partner comes in, but it's really going to give you an idea of how is this individual going to take pieces off of your plate and what then can the leader do as a CEO or the business owner? Hopefully they can focus more on business driving initiatives to increase sales, right? And making sure that then the business owner is focused on how do you increase the revenue coming in and back into your business? Yeah, totally. I mean, if you think about it, every single employee in your business needs to do one of two things. They could do one and two or just one or two. The first thing that every employee needs to do is help improve revenue, to your point. The other thing that the employee needs to do, if they're not improving revenue, they need to help improve the profitability. And here's, ah, okay. Here, here's what I mean. And, and every employee has to do one of two things. Okay. So great. let's take a couple of examples. If you hire a salesperson, obviously their job is to improve revenue. Mm-hmm. Uh, but let's say that you hire an administrative assistant. They're not tasked with growing sales, but they are. They should be tasked with helping improve the profitability of the business uh, by helping uh, save money, okay. helping the person they're assisting. So if they're assisting you, the business owner, then uh, they should be able to take things off your plate so you can go and improve revenue or improve profitability. Absolutely. They should help uh, reduce expenses. They should help mm. streamline things. They should help... Right. Uh, you know, come up with your or follow your standard operating procedures so you become more efficient. You're saving money. So mm-hmm. either way, you should be every employee should be tasked with either improving revenue and or improving the profitability of the business. Hmm, that's a really interesting concept to look at it kind of both ways. Is that yeah, your people are impacting the bottom line, no matter how. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Huh. Well, kind of from that people piece, do you ever help um, business owners identify even even in the interview process, right? Like what they need to specifically hire and what's going to ultimately help their business strategically? Yeah, so 
this all goes back to what are we trying to do with the business? Like before you even attempt to put together a job description, we need you need to know exactly what you're doing with the business. Like where do you want to go? Smart. And so what we do every, with it, with each one of our clients is we put together a, a target for profit for December 31st. So this is a number that we're shooting for. So we want this number, this profit. We're going to hit this profit by December 31st. And so then we build out sort of a, a plan on how to get there. Mm-hmm. And so this employee that you hire has to fit into that. They have to help you get there. And hmm. so uh, we, you know, with our clients at least, when they're right. wanting to hire a new person, we have them, you know, create that that list of what that person is responsible for. Then we want them to uh, create measurable, we call them key results, Right. Measurable things to know whether or not the employee actually hit it or not. Uh, I love it. You're speaking my language. I think you'd be a great partner to human resources um, and then leaders as well. But what about the listener right now that's thinking, dude, all of this sounds so overwhelming. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't even know where to start. What, what's some final advice that you would give to those listeners? That's a great question. And a lot of people, it's, it's very, very easy to get overwhelmed with everything, especially if you're the business owner. Everything's on your shoulders and you're trying to wear all the hats. I like to keep things as simple as possible. At the end of the day, your entire point should be of your business should be to make a profit mm-hmm. and have positive cash flow. And all that means is more money coming into your bank account than is leaving <laughs> at the end of the year. Make it sound so simple. Yeah. <laughs> Right. So, I mean, and if you look at it for, if, if you looked at last year, 2019, you know you had positive cash flow at the, on January 1st, 2019, if that bank balance was greater than on December 31st, mm-hmm. you had positive cash flow. And so that should be your mission. And it, it is incredibly difficult to get there, but just go back to those two simple concepts. In everything you do in business, everything on your to-do list or task for the month, Every employee that you hire, every, mm-hmm. every employee that you have, they everybody should be tasked with uh, either helping improve the revenue of the business right. and or helping improve the profitability. And having a profit, making mm-hmm. a profit, is the best way to get cash flow. Because if you think about it, there, cash comes from three places. Mm-hmm. The first place it could come from is debt. You can get a credit card and all of a sudden you have $5,000 cash available to you. That's but true. You, but you owe it back. Right. The second place is you can get investors, which, uh, you know, find somebody that, to give you $5,000, but you owe them a piece of your business. That, A, that's not realistic for most small businesses, and B, it's not, mm-hmm. may, may not be prudent. You might as well, you know, that's a whole, a whole Yeah, it's a topic. whole different, different topic. Because uh, everybody looks at Uber and, and Amazon and all that. Mm-hmm. These people get in so much investment money that they, they can run fast. But you're the business owner. If if it doesn't work out, guess who's on the hook? Exactly. (laughs) But the third way to get cash, and by far the best, is make a profit and keep that money. Turn that profit into cash, cash that you get to keep and that you can save it. You can go on vacation. You can expand your business, hire more Mm -hmm. people, whatever. The cash is yours. You don't owe anybody else. And that's what... What's called free cash flow. I mean, free cash flow. Yeah, the money that you don't owe. I want to focus on increasing that area. Absolutely. Okay, let's well, do that. But the best way to do that is to make a profit. That's right. And every employee that you have has to help either improve the revenue mm-hmm. and or improve the profitability of their business. And every employee, Perfect. regardless if they're the, 
the, the warehouse supervisor or your marketing team or the administrative assistant or whoever, everybody can be tasked in their job duties with doing one of those two things. I totally agree. And it, and it makes sense. I'm going to be a bit vulnerable here. When I first started, you gave me some really solid advice. And you, you basically said, Jada, if you don't number, know your numbers, it's like playing a game and not knowing the score. Absolutely. That resonated with me because I'm so competitive. And every time I play a game, you know, I, I even play kickball um, as an adult. And I want to know the score. I want to know how am I doing compared my against my competitors. I want to know how's my team performing, all these pieces. And it's back in the numbers. And so you, you guided me through that. And I really think that you'd be of benefit to so many business owners in the area and nationally. So thank you so much for being here, for being a part um, of this journey. And any last words for your, your adoring fans and audience? Oh, man. Well, I mean, I always say to everybody, it doesn't matter how much you make, it matters how much you keep. <laughs> I think we just have to drop the mic and leave it there. <laughs> um, so if you want more information on Adam Lean with the CFO Project, it's going to be listed in the details. We'll also share his information. Um, you can ask him any and every question. Pick his brain because he genuinely can help you um, in understanding your numbers and building and increasing your profitability. This is Jada Willis with Willis HR, and I wish you a very good night.